This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. The parade went well, and paint night has begun. Reginald impressed the crowds with military precision. Juniper gained some control over her inner wolf, and Quinny made plans to stop the assassination of the Warlock Knight. Can they keep the evening going off without a hitch, all while preventing a murder? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Time is not your friend, Quinny Brownbarrow. Nope. Uh, you have a wonderful, precise uh, watch in your pocket, but unfortunately, all it really <laughs> tells you is how many disasters are going to occur, how quickly. So, having uh, uncovered a plot to assassinate. Uh, the Felthane of Vinton Charlemagne, the uh, ambassador from Vassa. Uh, you are now on a race against the clock to stop a bunch of your new best friends, or should I say Benji's new best friends, yeah. <laughs> uh, from trying to assassinate her to earn um, favor with uh, Longadon Geese and uh, the Queen of Damara. Yes. Yeah. You and Reginald have decided that the best way to go about this is, or you and Butthole, yes, have uh, decided the best way to go about this is to put a team of the as-yet-untested hammerers mm -hmm. on the main floor, along with Reginald, uh, and for you and Vinton to act as bait uh, on the top floors of the uh, the embassy in order to draw the conspirators in and uh, attempt to arrest them at the scene. Uh, the challenge is you haven't talked to either Vinton or Reginald about this. Meanwhile, the parade is over, a party has broken out in the streets, uh, paint night is well underway, and uh, Balthazar Durian, the war wizard who fucking loves magic missiles, is getting his, his fingies all limber for, for a hell of a show. So against the backdrop of, of revels and celebration and the, the birth of a new uh, Asgard uh, from the ashes of the, the old um, Aka, you all have some business ahead of you. So, yeah. Quinny, what's your first protocol on this? Uh, Reginald, I guess, because after I talk to him, while I talk to Vinton, he has to go get people together and, and get them over there so yeah he's uh, also like six feet from you so it makes sense yeah well yes there's that also great um yeah so after hearing the call from the king how how this needs to play out i'm like okay it's my job to make sure that happens uh go uh, up to reginald and say uh, hey can we talk in private again reginald <laughs> Oh, yeah, sure. And Butthole goes over, hey, everybody, I'm so glad to be here. This is a great moment for the whole kingdom, isn't it? You just watch them trade. <laughs> so there's just like a yeah. different but similar looking person taking charge. And Reginald comes We're just over. happy to be talking to the Tingly Boys. Perfect. All right. So what, what do you need? All right. So word from the king is basically we are going to arrest them, uh, uh, catching them in the act because I don't have any physical evidence. So that's. Okay. You know, so that's the, the moment point. the knife goes in, bam, arrested. <laughs> no. How about. The moment they uh, uh, sneak into her home. That makes a lot more that's sense. That's good for you? Yeah, You can that's make great. that work I... as the guy who will be arresting them? Sure, that sounds like an ambush point to me. Okay, so it is uh, uh, first floor of her uh, uh, home. Okay. Well, her apartment or whatever here is not her home, I guess, but the house that she's using. Uh, uh, first floor, you and some hammers. That's, that's where you're going to be. Great. We'll put a squad in the house on the first floor and we'll put a squad... I'm going to get a couple of guys. Yeah, this will work. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I um, am going to try and get Vinton to be bait on like one of the upper floors. Great. Uh, and um, I am going to bring these guys to the house. 
Super. Okay, so I'll be inside with some hammers, and we'll arrest them. Yeah. We'll leave hammers hiding across the street, out front, in case they run, and we'll leave hammers out back. We're going to put those squads, it's going to be a Vismus squad and a Crandon squad, because we know they're not going to fuck around. Then okay. we get a nice, clean arrest. Great. Okay. Super. I have to go. Okay, bye. Bye. And I'm running to look for Vinton. And in the opposite direction, Reginald is also running. <laughs> <laughs> Two people with one cape flowing behind Reginald. Yeah. Uh, Mine's still in my bag. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Uh, meanwhile, uh, behind the easel, uh, Mrs. Paisley, you are in the process of, of painting a shield. Uh, can I get a, probably a sleight of hand check, I think, from, from you? So I have, um, so I get double proficiency because I'm Mrs. Paisley. Oh, okay. In, in using my forger's kit, which is just like inks. Yeah. So it's whatever skill he chooses plus double your proficiency because you're using the tools, right? That sounds about right, yeah. Oh, that's such a bad roll. Wait, but I have an inspiration for Mrs. Paisley. You do. Okay, that's better. Uh, 19. Cool, what's that first roll? It's a two. Oh, damn. Good inspiration. <laughs> use. Um, two plus some stuff, but not much stuff. All right, let's, <laughs> let's, see how, uh, let's see how the crowd is doing. Oh, they are not doing great. Oh, those guys are doing all right. Okay. Um, so uh, explain to me how how Mrs. Paisley is is painting this shield. Like you mentioned that she's mm -hmm. really taking her time in the last episode and that she's being very meticulous about it. Is it just like a stark shield on like a, a an empty canvas or like what's what what are we seeing? Um No, she's gonna do like to to start it off. She's going to do like a, a background. So it's going to be like uh, the night sky of a car. Uh, that's like very clear because it's desert um, with a bunch of like stars and shit. And then like a desert ground. And there's going to be like a flaming tower uh, kind of in the back on the left. And then just kind of off center to the right is going to be just be like uh, behind kind of a, a yellowish bright glow is going to be kind of the shield just like hovering in the air cool. cool um so uh the the crowd is kind of following along and uh because i rolled three times we'll say that that's kind of for the three phases so um night sky not great not great night skies are you taking any time to inspect or are you just kind of going to do the painting yeah first? no so she's gonna because she's able to do it very quickly mm -hmm. um she'll kind of like do she'll she's gonna do that first layer, you know, of right. the scenery, and then she's gonna walk around and just like basically tell people like, this is a paint night, dears. Take your time, or you know, just slop a bunch of paint on, or yeah. forget the brushes. Use your fingers. So you there's no wrong way to do it. You you are making your way through. I love that. We're gonna roll to see how well that goes over. <laughs> uh, you you come up uh, and uh, pitch uh, the hobgoblin that you met oh, yeah. uh, on your previous adventure is really struggling with uh, the night sky. He's just like I put a little bit of black. We put a little bit of blue. But you said I should put white. Nah, but I'm gonna put yellow. Well, sounds like we've got a little bit of a problem going on here, don't we? And then um, he <laughs> does like a full like jaw. Uh, like Jim Carrey jaw switch and then turns his head to and says, listen, Mrs. Paisley, maybe you can solve something for us here. I'm arguing with uh, myself about whether or not to use white or yellow for the stars. Can you help us out? Why not both? And like, just a look of, I was going to make it roll, but that's actually a pretty good solution. <laughs> just, uh, well, a uh, little bit of permission, a uh, little bit of inspiration. I think that's a pretty good idea. We're going to get right on that. And just like licks both fingers, sticks them in the paint and just starts dabbing stars with thumbs. Just remember, your idea is the best idea. It's paint night. And <laughs> <laughs> Pitch, dealing with kind of like two distinct personalities is like not as easy a solution for me <laughs> or me. <laughs> but that's OK, because we got yellow and white now. It's paint night and just starts like dabbing away at the stars. And then like if the camera pans over, there's just like a bunch of giant burly soldier types just kind of like looking over me like, oh, oh OK, and, like dipping gauntleted thumbs into paint um, and kind of going. And sure enough, like throughout the crowd, it starts to spread that people are just like using their thumbs and smearing paint. Um, uh, I was, there's still like. I was going to say uh, Vito's statistics was there too, just <laughs> doing like whatever the barbarian version is, but he's busy guarding all the guarding, traitor captains, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's not here. <laughs> yeah, he's the warden of our prison. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, like we cut to the prison, and he's just sitting there being like, "It's different being the scion of a god." <laughs> kind of quiet, actually. Hey, Dorit. 
Yeah? Shut up. <laughs> Just crosses his arms. <laughs> um, when we review this prison system, there are going to be notes. <laughs> uh, no further orders were given other than watch them. Uh, all right. So Pain Knight is, uh, continues uh, along as you kind of wheel between the, the rows, uh, checking on people. And sure enough, uh, things will be going well. Uh, before you come back up to the, the stage, uh, old Patty Two Eyes catches up to you and just says, Okay, Mrs. Paisley, I owe you a big apology. Why, dear? This is going really well. I think people <laughs> like this. Yes, I think people enjoy freedom to express themselves. Yeah, so I'm learning. I mean, normally I keep my opinion pretty close to the chest, but uh, it seems like people are really liking this. I hope they're still okay with it when it gets more precise. When what gets more precise? Oh, just right now, they're just slopping a lot of paint on them, making a big old sloppy campus. But again, okay, canvas, I mean, campus would be a whole school situation, oh, which we're also working on. But like when they have to draw the shield, they might get upset because it's real precise. Well, I think it will be fine. We'll see. <laughs> I honestly, I believe you now because so far things go well. It's paint night. And then she just goes and finds a canvas and continues to... Continues to work. It is paint night. Um, meanwhile, uh, Quinny, you are booking it uh, to try and find uh, Vinton Charlemagne, yep. who who left, uh, has has uh, disappeared from the um, the grouping. Uh, where would you go to try and find her? Or do you want to roll a check to see if you can pick up her trail? My assumption would be that she's gone to her place because I think I said you want to go back to your place during the fireworks to blow off some steam, mm -hmm. and she said yes. I guess, yes. I was imagining that was later, but yes, fireworks are, are about to start. So, yep. So, I would uh, head there. Yep. Especially uh, if Reginald will be showing up at some point with guards and stuff like <laughs> that. Like, if he got there before I did, she it would be a horrifying diplomatic event. So, <laughs> yeah, right. I got to get over there quick as I can. Okay. Uh, so, I think it's time to bust out one of my two spell slots. <laughs> Look, man, I gave you a level in the hopes you would get an extra one. It just, it, it just isn't like that for warlocks. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Hashtag warlock life. Uh, I did pick up a new spell, though, when you gave me that level. Hey, all right, okay. So I'm going to cast Fly on myself. Whoa! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <What? Yeah. laughs> he sprang, he strode, and now you will believe a halfling can fly. <laughs> Uh, okay. What, how does that happen for Quiddy? What is, what is it like? What does this look like? Uh, I think it's just a little bit of, um, uh, uh running, uh, and then a little bit of like just parkour to like get up higher and higher and higher. And then he basically, uh, so it's like jumping off of a cart and then onto a balcony and off of a balcony like onto a style. roof. And then from the roof, <laughs> the edge of the roof, he just jumps and he keeps going. Uh, and because he has like his long coat, coat of farts and stuff like that, um, the, the figure he cuts basically not on purpose it's just the way he's dressed and the way he flies he looks like neo just flying. <laughs> just, just it's a guy in a trench coat flying through the sky so he looks like neo yeah it's just like horns being like whoa, 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 whoa. uh amazing so with that quinny takes off in the night i've got very much the uh like batman year two like silhouette or like the dark knight returns kind of against the moon cape flying thing in my head that's awesome all right so fucking cool all right so off, off quinn goes this episode is brought to you by our sponsor shopify when we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices if people were outside of the U.S. were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. 
Welcome back to my first advertisement. That's right, it's the great wizard Bukake here to talk to you about the Patreon of Dum Dums and Dice. It's an amazing opportunity for you to contribute to a show you enjoy and appreciate even more shows they're making elsewhere too. For $1, you get access to the fan-only Discord and a pre-session video and post-session DM chat for each arc of Dum Dums and Dragons, including all the historical ones. At $5, you get a weekly tableside chat, plus an ad-free feed where you don't have to hear any of us talking to you about Patreon or any other products that pop up. At $15 a month, you can name NPCs and submit names for places and things that have to get used in the show and mess with Tom. And at $25, you can create your own NPC that'll interact with our heroes and get a special thank you at the end of every episode. Just go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Join today! Reginald, uh, you have to find uh, Captain Vismith and get uh, the hammerers together. You got to get Gorkrak's lumberjacks over there. Yeah, he hasn't had to summon them. Luckily, he'd know where Vismith was because he was pulled away from where Vismith was a minute ago. So it's like Vismith and Crendon are both theoretically here. And then his plan is like, send them to find more hammerers. Are they, Were the hammerers around at this event? Are they anywhere? I don't feel like they've been officially like the the, the order to do it happened, I think, this morning. <laughs> Yeah, so like it's, or yesterday maybe it's still early days. Realistically, he knows this is horrific timing, and there's no, only so much he can do. So it's just like find Vismith and be like Vismith, and, and like literally just down the down the barrel of the orders, which is like I need three squads of hammers or other people you trust in the military did not kill everyone, and we're gonna have to go stop a diplomatic incident. There's gonna be an arrest. I need a squad here with you, a squad here with Grandin. Uh, blah 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 blah. Go 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 go. And just send Vismith to also find him a squad because he's like get to Vismith, get to Grandin. They can bring fucking whoever they trust. He needs to get there now because odds of this running late and being a real problem are fast and he's a big guy. He'll do what he needs to do. All right. Can you roll me a, I think it's probably persuasion. This is very much coming in as like your, your leadership. Um, okay. How quickly and ably he's able to convey these things. Which is perfect because he's still super handsome. <laughs> He is not very smart. <laughs> okay. He needs the help. That is a 14 on persuasion. 14? Okay. Yep. Um, uh, the Smith is, uh, says, of, of course, General, we will get as many people together as we can. We have not been able to fully institute the hammer system because of all of this, uh, but we can certainly get trustworthy people um, to follow your orders. I will pull some of my best. Um, she turns to Crandon and she says, you, strange man, I need you to go and find uh, the following people. She like writes down name. She's like, they look like this, 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 and this. Go get them. Uh, sir, we will meet you at the uh, Vasayan embassy. Um, I like this more than dancing. Uh, <laughs> she like runs off. <laughs> Farthole's like, so if someone sneezes in my mouth, then I join the back force. And Crennan's gone. And he's like, what are you doing, big man? Uh, I might need a healer. Uh, and he's just going to pick up Farthole with both hands and just start booking it towards the, the official embassy building. Um, all right. So you run off with, with Farthole uh, in hand. Uh, the fireworks display is set to start any minute. Uh, Bucky, Longadon Geese is not next to you in your seat. Um... I don't know how much that would bother Bucky. That's fine. In so far as he saved the seat. Uh, <laughs> like, he met the requirements of the promise. Yeah, yeah. Yep, fair enough. Okay, um, so Bucky, as you watch, you know, uh, there's, there's celebrations going on. Um, I think, uh, oh, I was going to say Ginny might come sit with you, but she wouldn't. She'd be in the tower. I feel like everyone, I assume everyone you would want safe butthole would be in the tower. Or would people, would the entire royal house be out for this? Uh, it'd be depending on what people do. This is supposed to be a peaceful ceremony. There was no sign of threat. So butthole would be if they want to come outside, they're with the kind of like central envoys where they're all within sight. Oh, of okay. Butthole, where like if Jenny wants to be there, sure. But Jenny's on the platform. Sure. If, like people want to come out. Yeah. Seamus wouldn't be because he's busy with the portal. Would Declan and Honor System have come for this? Uh, if Seamus didn't come for this, fuck no. Um, they would just, it, like, probably keeping an eye on it through a window. Like, if shit goes bad, they can come out. 
but uh, I, I don't think this would be a priority for them. No. Nah. Cool. You can watch fireworks from inside and they're just as good. Yeah. 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 You can watch it at eye level. Okay. Great. So uh, Ginny uh, just kind of like is, is sitting behind you, Bucky, and she just kind of leans down. She's like, I can't believe they pulled this off. What do you mean, Miss Ginny? Well, it's just this, I mean, this place was real murdery. It sounds like the place you came from, honestly, when you were telling me about it. Like, it sounds kind of like it could have been a real bad scene. But uh-huh. It just everyone seems like they're having a good time and they're listening to Uncle Butthole and your dad, my dad. Um, <laughs> You're about to blow Bucky's mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get your swords. Uh, it's It's just quite something, don't you think? Uh, I feel two different ways about it. Uh, 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 the first way is I completely agree with you. It's it's so re- uh, remarkable uh, that this place is apparently turned around from how uh, dangerous and, and scary it was only, well, just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you know, this is uh, King Butthole and, and, and Juniper and Mr. Quinny. And this is what they do. Yeah, I guess this is what they do. This is what it means to do this. Why wouldn't it be any different here? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They are very, very good at this. It just like looks out across everything they've done in two days. It's like this is what they can do in in two days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why they asked us to help them. Mm-hmm. 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 Is everything okay, Jenny? Mm-hmm. 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 Um. Bucky. Yeah. You know how, like, Uncle Butthole and Aunt Juniper and Mr. My Dad all all kind of have each other's backs? Yeah. I, I don't really have that so much. Uh, I do a lot of stuff on my own, and I'm pretty good at it. But, like, if I had to do something like what they have to do, can I count on you to help? Yeah. Like, you, you, could, you could kind of be the... You could be the... the Bucky to my butthole, I guess. Why well, I, I can be your Bucky to your Ginny. I would prefer that. Yeah. 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 I'll try my very, very hardest. Cool. Thanks. Do you need help with anything right now? Yeah, I think you already did. Uh, and hey, look, the fireworks are starting. Oh. And just immediately, like a bunch of magic. You just hear like, behold. <laughs> Magic missiles! <laughs> and he just like puts his hands up to the sky. This is a, a, a pull for only Ryan. Uh, but on the cover of the original copy of Air of the Empire, uh, <laughs> Joris Saboth just has his fingies up in the air and laser lines coming mm-hmm. out of them. It makes no fucking sense. Zero sense. But that is yeah. what this looks like. And it it's makes sense like, now. Boom. You've uh, retroactively yeah. made sense yeah. of the yeah. Star Wars books. So just uh, magic missiles out of out of his fingers. Uh, and of Wait, course, which Joris? The one at the bottom of the book. <laughs> Uh, so, like, an old monk. Okay, now you can continue One with the moment we interrupted for a second time. Uh, you trying to paint us a picture again? <laughs> nope. Some dude does a thing. Look it up. Rules. Uh, from now on, we'll just be using virtual tabletop, and you can imagine your own pictures. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the magic missiles soar up into the air, uh, and I'm going to see how majestic they are. <laughs> uh, and it literally, like, Magic missile are kind of like small darts of, of magical energy. They are not exploding. They're, they don't leave like tracer trails or anything. So you just see like little magic sparks fly off this man's fingers. Uh, and then he just does it again. And he's doing like full Job in Arrested Development, like moving <laughs> around, um, moving across the stage, throwing them in different directions. And it's it's really not, not that impressive. That's but he's having a great time. And that's when Butthole just like furiously waves to the arrows like let's get to the next bit this part's tanking <laughs> uh, mrs paisley's plan for that blank spot at the right side is just like oh it's going to be the fireworks but you know what let's everyone paint the fireworks you wanted to see <laughs> um and uh throwing us under the bus too early <laughs> bottle says to himself uh and uh, you just see see a wizard uh pull pull little goggles down um, and just reach down uh, like uh, Ryu style and just yells, acid arrow go! And fires a, an acid arrow into the sky. And that is majestic and spooky. Uh, it just leaves a, a trail of um, things. And then we we look over and uh, we see the, the two folks from the crowd who know chemistry, uh, whose names, uh, though you never asked, are Heisey Babble and Jesse. Um, and oh, uh, Heisey Babble's like, do it. 
And Jesse's like, yeah, science, sir. Uh, and he <laughs> smashes a vial um, of, uh, of sort of a chemical substance onto a, a sling that Heisey Babel's swinging around. Uh, and then he tosses that up into the acid arrow and it turns the whole thing into a brilliant blue and a, like a, a sort of large blast. And then they get shoved out of the way as Serafina Bellwinter steps forward and says, out of the way, peasants, it's time for true artistry. Uh, and she draws her arrow. And Ryan, forgive me, uh, she was going to shoot an arrow into in, the other arrow. Into the arrow, yeah. That was her claim. It was so, going to be to turn it blue, but frankly, this is better. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she <laughs> raises her and says, hey, wait a second, that blue thing was mine. And then she loses, and the arrow just like flies and pings off the side of the building. She goes, oh, fuck, uh, and starts drawing more arrows. It says, quick, cook more. And Heisey Babble's like, no. Uh, so she's just firing arrows wildly through the acid arrow. They just burn through the arrow. Okay. Uh, no one can see yeah, it. Yeah, They're yeah, not yeah, impressive. Yeah. Uh, Butthole waits for the acid arrow to fall and then just points to Kevin. And he's like, do it. <laughs> Oh, this? And he just throws a hand up uh, and a fireball explodes uh, in the uh, in the night sky. And everyone goes, ooh, fireball. And butthole and triple cast thaumaturgy to give it some different rainbow colors and to make the sound extra cool and spooky. And then if he can, to make it spell Asgard as it fades <laughs> away. <laughs> I'll allow it. Nice. <laughs> One point of stress. <laughs> <laughs> great i didn't write them down so i used a point of stress yeah because we haven't used them in a season and a half um mm. great so yes it, it spells asgard and everyone everyone applauds and uh seraphine pelwinter's like I, I did that and everyone around her does not pay any attention or care um <laughs> so uh the words uh, asgard burn a, burn across the sky there's lots of oohs and ahs uh but meanwhile uh quinny you are neoing across across town uh, when uh, can you roll me a perception check? Uh, Twenty three. Uh, you hear a flap of wings behind you. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you how do you look over your shoulder while flying? I well, I guess I look ahead to make sure that if I look behind me, I don't careen into a building or Smart. anything. Yep. And then yep. you look up on my shoulder. Yeah, great. Uh, and you see uh, Chompy just like flying along beside you. Uh, very, uh, very uh, toothless from uh, How to Train okay, Your Dragon, yeah. just like tail flat or like tongue flapping out of open <laughs> mouth um, and just kind of soaring along like this is just a pleasant evening. Yeah. Uh, hey, buddy. Uh, no, uh, no treat for you this time, but I'll get you next time. OK, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Whoa. Uh, Vinton, is that you back there? <laughs> Uh, nope, just Chompy. Uh, Vincent left on foot. Uh, Chompy was up on, on top of the tower, so oh, okay. it is just, you're just having some time with, okay. with, with sweet Chompy. Uh, that would be nice, except I'm under tremendous yeah, stress. Yeah, Chompy doesn't know that. <laughs> Chompy's just flying with yeah, his buddy uh, that he claimed with his tongue. Right. Uh, say, Chompy, uh, I don't know how well we understand each other, but where, is, where is Vinton? Can you take me to Vinton? Oh, I'm like, uh, continues to fly alongside you towards like you're both going towards the the embassy so i, I hope this is right <laughs> Just, okay this is where i was gonna go and you provided me no new information so this is what we will keep doing if a wyvern could shrug <laughs> like, yeah i mean <laughs> what he drops it, like yeah. a, a meter has to fly back up yeah. um and uh and then chompy just like uh beats his wings and kind of like Pulls his body in and just torpedoes ahead at uh, at the the building, kind yeah. of racing you. Okay, I will. Uh, yeah, let's go. I'm. I, I need to be fast, so yeah, I'll try to speed up if I can. Yeah. No, but no. it's cool. No, yeah, it's just like it's it's in any superhero movie where they're like, oh, now I have to do something to like yeah. pull their hand now in and I'm just like really gonna fly. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, or you could try and lasso the lightning. I guess. Uh, oh, geez, yeah. Uh, Unforgivable. Um, all right. Uh, so you're flying towards the embassy. Reginald, um, you need to barrel your way through the crowd. So if I can get uh, an athletics check from you, please. Sure. That is a 13. 13. Um, all right. Uh, there's a lot of you and a lot of crowd. So you are. a goblin. Uh, and you are. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, are, do you have him like, is it a football under your arm kind of thing? Or are you like uh, holding him like a, a stinky baby? Stinky baby. Yeah, it's stinky baby in front of him trying to shove his way through the crowd using fart hole <laughs> as an implement of pushing people aside. Okay, well you rolled badly, but I think he's stinky enough that people would just get out of the way. Great. Uh, so <laughs> people will uh, kind of move and you're able to uh, take off. Good. Okay. 
Um, so both of you, uh, Quinny, you arrive at uh, the the estate. Uh, Chompy's just a bit ahead of you. Um, perched kind of up top, doing like a silly like, "Hey, we're here." Uh, kind of thing, not necessarily understanding the full gravity of the situation. And then suddenly, um, uh, it, Chompy's head kind of tilts and disappears into the building uh, and comes back up with a, a big piece of meat um, that was clearly handed up through the, the ceiling. Uh, up through the ceiling? Like, is he passing through solid matter? No, it's, like a what hole? You saw, it's what you saw Vinton do last time you were here, which is like right, open a trap a, door. Okay, yeah, like yeah, okay, sorry. Yep. Got it, okay. Uh, cool. I will land on the roof and I will knock uh, a shave and a haircut. And from downstairs, you just hear, Chompy, what the fuck? Can you even do that? And uh, the um, uh, little door creaks open, and Vinton is just staring up at you and Chompy, being like, well, aren't you two thick as thieves? Yeah, a little bit. Hey, can we talk, like, very quickly? Uh, yeah, sure. You kind of caught me in the middle of something. And she's, like, half out of her armor um, and is having a real, like, as you've seen, she really likes to have kind of a look. So she's like halfway between like, welcome to my boudoir and halfway between like, I'm wearing scary fucking nightmare armor. And she's like, all right. Yeah. You're a little early, but sure. Come on in, I guess. Sorry about this. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, there's, there's going to be some shit going down here. Uh, <laughs> this is the strangest pickup line I've ever heard, but okay. Uh, um, bold. Yeah. Look, there's, uh, uh, I would. Love to do uh, this a little later tonight, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. first, some unfortunate business is going to take place. Um, there's uh, there's an attack being planned against you. Um, I, <laughs> I know about it, and I have taken steps to basically prevent that from happening. Oh, good. So you invited them here so we can kill them? Uh, that was one of the th my thoughts. Uh, See, but that's foreplay I can get behind, but what, what did you plan then? Uh, well, that, and then it was modified to arresting them. <sighs> yeah. Stupid country. Okay, um, so w w let me strap the rest of my armor back on. I'll, don't think only. Wait, who's trying to kill us? Uh, those fucking Lords Alliance guys? Because I am more than happy to grab Chompy and a bunch of Warlock Knights and burn Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter and any of those other fucking towns. Like Winter Deep will probably be more of a Water Deep will be like a Winter Deep, Water Deep. It's Water Deep. Uh, Neverwinter. Sure. We'll probably have They're to two different siege it. But like, we can do that. So, like, which of these guys is it? Uh, I don't think it's any of those guys. I'm gonna, uh, I've kind of, um, inserted myself, we'll say, into their little plan. So I'm gonna lead them here under false pretenses. Uh, what I would like for you to do is to just kind of stay up here and do your thing and chill. Uh, Reginald Tingler with a couple of the hammers will be down, uh, will be over soon. And they're gonna hang out on the first floor to ambush them and arrest them. Okay. If there's uh, anything on the first floor that you don't want us to see... You can you can take care of that fully. Like we're in your space, I get it. So I'm giving you the heads up. And she just like is looking at you with newfound respect of like the eight level deep, uh, uh, like wooing situation going on. Where it's just like, oh man, and you thought gave me time to hide my secrets. And yeah. she's like, okay, so you know, you think you're gonna have a romantic evening, and then you've invited the alt version of my ex crush, I guess, to come hang out in my basement while I play damsel in distress up here. Well, mysterious enemies you can't tell me about are led here by you to be arrested by him. And then we carry on with our evening. You absolutely get it. You are a strange man, <laughs> Quinny Brownbarrow, but um, kind of like your style. All right. Well, uh, and she's like, I guess she like pulls the dress back up over one arm. She's like, good enough. Um, if you will give me a couple minutes to go move some documents that I don't have, wink, wink, uh, from downstairs, that would be great. I will recork the wine and move it to somewhere where it won't get broken. I stole it from a house nearby. Thought you'd appreciate that, but uh, spoilers. Uh, okay. Um, happy trying to kill me, I guess. Um, and then she just like grabs you and kisses you and then pushes you off and says, I'll see you soon. Uh, and then um, she rushes downstairs and you just hear a clatter of papers and shit being like, <laughs> like hiding the like, serial killer murder map off the yeah. wall and everything. Like um, just muttering like diplomatic incident, diplomatic incident, <laughs> diplomatic incident, <laughs> diplomatic incident. Um, and Chompy is giving you like a clawed thumbs up uh, and then you. also licking his lips, kind of looking out at the street. Like, do I get to eat people now? Thank you, Chompy. Uh, please um, stay uh, like up here. Oh, 
don't know what that means. Goodbye. And I have to <laughs> and I just go. I take off. Chompy gives it like a, it's a living at the camera. Um, all right. So <laughs> you have to change your fucking costume again. I got something for this, too. <laughs> I'm just going to burn through my warlock shit, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I open up bag of holding uh, and uh, uh, I basically um, uh, uh, while flying uh, uh, throw these items out in front of me and then they come uh, they come flying at me and I basically like a bunk ass low budget iron man assemble oh my, my god in the air um oh. and when it's completed uh i will cast dimension door to move instantly 500 feet to the stable oh <laughs> incredible uh, I hope Quinny and Vinton get like to have some really nice sex later. I think it'll just be nice for us. I don't, I don't know. know how nice it will we'll be. We'll see based how the on... dice go. Yeah. I know. It's <laughs> not the talk. So yeah. I think it's going to be a very specific just, kind of sex. I just hope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, whatever they think is nice. <laughs> Tyler, I'm going to give you a point of inspiration for just that whole transformation sequence is just a delight. Uh, as you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for burning spell slots on style uh, and, and substance. So that's great. Reginald, meanwhile, you are just barreling through the streets. You've got um, fart hole. And he'll, then, he'll have footballed at the moment we okay. got through the crowd. So it starts to be a little bit like uh, one of those movies where it's like only one person stands against the gang and you're like marching down the street and then people just start materializing out of the, uh, <laughs> it's very gangs in New York, like people just start materializing out of, out of the shadows. Um, and they're uh, all in military garb from the the parade, but you can see most of them have modified it a bit. They've like opened it up and are clearly like, if something was formal for formal, they have opened it up for combat. So they're not fully armored, but they are dressed like they're they're ready for action. They've all kind of grabbed um, whatever weapons they could get. So you've got a, a, a variety, but these squads are going to be small uh, just because mm-hmm. of the, the time it took to get them together. So you've got kind of like four people per squad, but they are like, I think, you as a general looking at these people, it's like, oh, yeah, no, these are the four I would grab for wet work um, kind of folk. And um, you can see that um, uh, Vismith um, is also just like moving kind of off to one side further up. And Crendon has stayed wolfed out. He's put a cloak on like a Ninja Turtle trying to hide himself with a hat. So he's like clearly too big and wolfy uh, and wearing like a reverse Red Riding Hood. Um, but he... He knows what's up, so he's like, no reason to change. Um, I dig it. All right, just remember, we need them alive if we can take them alive. None of you need to die to capture them alive. To be clear, if it's them or you, choose them. But otherwise, I really need at least one of these people alive. So, General, this isn't a wink-wink if it's us or them. This is a... No, I mean legitimate. I need at least one of them alive. Don't die to make that happen, but I need one of them alive. Fair. Yeah. And then he just turns around and is like, you heard the General. No one dies. Or some of them die, but one of them survives. But either way, don't piss me off. I've been talking to that goblin for a long fucking time tonight. And I don't want to see if any of you turn into wolves if I bite you. Don't let him sneeze on you either. We didn't lock that one down. Yeah, that's just basic hygiene. Uh, Terror forward. I just want to know what happens to the chicken. <laughs> Reginald just looks down at him and he's like, you're really worried about sneezing? And below him, Farthold just looks up and goes, and chill! Right into Reginald's mouth. Oh, damn it! <laughs> All right, let's go inside. This is the worst. Reginald's going to turn into <laughs> goblin now. Where goblin? <laughs> All right, so I need a, uh, a stealth check from you, please. I was going to say, he would, uh, is this to approach the house? Because he would, he's, oh, open, you, you, he would openly no, you, do that. You can openly approach the house. This is like, oh, once to, you get inside, to like, everybody away, are you yeah. going to be just like a giant man in armor behind a sheet? Uh, being like, <laughs> I pulled this curtain over me and my feet are sticking out, or can you find good places to hide? Yeah, we'll, we'll find out about that. We're really playing to his. I <laughs> uh, can have advantage because they aren't here yet. So okay, like, that's good. That'll help. Come on. Chompy? All right. <laughs> With my no modifier whatsoever. Oh, no. I rolled twice, but advantage only balances at the disadvantage because he's in plates. So we have to go with the first roll. So it's five. Uh, you get in there and uh, you look around and it, there is nothing that is big enough for you to hide behind. Everything is like uh, Victorian antique style chairs and they're all very small and vaguely uncomfortable looking. He's just going to go like stand next to the door and be like, well, if they open the door, it's a crime. <laughs> 
God. <laughs> That's his plan. Is like door opens, arrest. <laughs> and honestly, like you just kind of like look to the the four uh, hammerers who are with you, and um, they all just kind of look to each other, and they're just like a. I mean, he's right. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I heard. And then they like nod to you, and <laughs> another one goes sits on the other side of the door. Um, one of them just goes and awkwardly like, well, like clone high style, almost like horizontally, just goes from vertical to like immediate horizontal, um, just whoop uh, behind a chair. And another one just like walks up the stairs, and, and it's just like I'll I'll, I'll jump. Farthole is just going to stand between Reginald's legs because he's tiny enough <laughs> that he's got his shield up that's the size of him and he just tucks down into his breastplate and he's ready. Uh, Farthole with a giant shield is giving me strong like young Link vibes from like <laughs> the Zelda games which yeah. is like all shield no yeah, Link yeah, so just yeah. like massive shields. Yeah, he's just a human sized breastplate that he can pull into like a turtle and a shield he's leaned oh, against it. I the breastplate. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you ever described it but I uh, since he's become... Your uh, religious uh, leader here? Yeah, yeah, the, the high priest. High priest, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine him with a great big bishop hat as well. <laughs> S- still still we... in like the breastplate, but also like a bishop hat. Just a yeah. very tall. Just a strong, yeah. very popely hat that yeah. is now poking out the top of the breastplate along with the yeah. tips of two goblin ears. Yeah. And right. he's got a little window he opens in the front of the breastplate where you can just look straight <laughs> at the middle. It's like one of those mail slots. Yeah, it's one of those prison yeah. mail slots where he's like, Whoa. They're not here yet, but I'll be ready. <laughs> but it like echoes with the yeah. they're not here yet. <laughs> if they go into the middle of the room, I can see, but if they stay on the side, uh-oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can only see straight out from where he's looking, and he's not facing the door. Okay. So I need to ask a follow-up question. Given this hat situation, can he only move on diagonals, or does he have full... Uh, I mean, he prefers a diagonal. Yeah, all right, all right. That's but if fair. he goes far enough, then he can become a king. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll cancel the show before we reach that point. Um, all right. Uh, so you guys are in position. Um, and Quinny, you have dimension doored uh, back to the stables. Uh, before we get there, uh, Mrs. Paisley, um, you've asked yeah. people to, to paint the fireworks. Yeah. Um, and now the fireworks display has kind of gone gone off. Uh, and uh, can you roll me a? Yeah, let's stick with sleight of hand with your usual <laughs> double proficiency piece, just to see how how the crowd is how you how you're guiding the crowd through this. Uh, it's a fifth. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. All right. So I think telling them to draw the fireworks they imagined means that people are just drawing like generally not great because they're bad at painting, but like they're drawing stuff like they're painting like good. Good scenes. And what you start to notice, Mrs. Paisley, is that uh, people are comparing their their pictures and like in a healthy way. There's a lot of like, Aww. I thought they looked like this. It's like, I really thought that lady was going to shoot a blue arrow. Then you just hear fuck from Seraphine <laughs> in the background. Um, and they're just all like people are just doing a lot of like gentle comparisons and like laughing about it. And, you know, um, is generally fairly positive. Like Pitch is having a full compliment session with himself where he's like giving himself a lot of compliments. It's It's good. Um, and you realize that, uh, against all odds, you have made paint night in a car work. Uh, <sighs> and tear springs to Mrs. Paisley's eye. Um, and Ryan, you can add one prosperity to, <gasps> uh, to our, our oh, character track. We did it. Uh, and, uh, Mrs. Paisley, um, This monarchy shit is easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what do you say to everyone to, to wrap up paint night? Um, Say, well, dears, thank you all for making this a wonderful evening. Um, stick around if you want. You know, put extra details on, or just go home, or go to the whatever bars you go to, or have fun with your friends and your loved ones. Uh, and there's a, a lot of nodding, and um, uh, pitch just holds up uh his and says, "Can we keep these?" Oh yes, they're yours, dear. Oh, we're used to uh, the state taking everything, so this is nice. It's like, I mean, if you want to donate one to display in the castle, we'd be pleased to have it, but this is yours. You made it. <laughs> Buttle's going to be so mad when he wakes up to a pile of paintings of the same thing on his doorstep. Uh, there's like general cheers and applause, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, people start uh, chanting, Paisley, 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 <laughs> no, Paisley. No, cheer for yourselves. Cheer for yourselves. No. <laughs> uh, okay, Paisley. <laughs> And uh, they kind of like sweep you up and uh, you're kind of pulled along with the crowd as they kind of like 
uh, usher you into the old campaigner um, and are like, <laughs> we need drinks for Mrs. Paisley. Uh, and uh, the, the ale starts flowing. Nice. Meanwhile, Quinny, uh, you have dimension doored into a stable. Um, I assume like near near the stable. Yeah, like like around the corner from the stable, so I can just like walk into the the, the open door. Sure. Um, so you walk in, and uh, they're all um, you know like <laughs> putting on like like little black beanie caps that they could roll down uh, to be like black <laughs> gloves, like putting on black gloves. And uh, knobby knee is just like having just just breathing real hard. And be like, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know if we should even be doing this. I mean, like, we got a pretty good thing going with the horses. And Possum just says, listen, Nobby Nee, we all know that you were a little hot and cold on this. But, like, this is our chance. If if Lord Geese really does become king, think of it. Think of it. Also, one less warlock. Right? Right? Hey, look. Look, they, they, come on in. I'm sorry. What's fuck? What's your name? Benji. Again? I was gonna call you Billy and Barry. I didn't have Benji. Look, Benji, Benji. Hey, hey, come here. Look, uh, some of the guys are getting getting cold feet about this. What? Yeah, yeah. They they're not Who? sure they want to go through it. Old Nobby knee for sure. He's got cold knees. I slap Nobby knee. Ow. Okay. I said Nobby knee. Yeah. You you all brought me into this. All right. I've never done anything like this before in my life. Okay. I didn't know if I could kill someone tonight. So I had to find out. Oh my God! Did you already kill someone? I've already killed someone, Nobby. You oh, were in no. too deep. You have to go through with this. Oh. I, you gotta get. You gotta get me out of the country tonight, Nobby. We gotta do this. <laughs> Can you roll me a deception check? Yeah. <laughs> One of the rare times where you have to roll deception for whether you murdered someone. This time. For those not watching, Ryan and I are losing our minds. <laughs> yeah, I Lord, think I just over the exact same thing. Textbook case of entrapment. <laughs> this, is, this is not. This is not. This no. one hold up. This no. one hold up in court. <laughs> you can't incite someone to hate a crime. <laughs> and that's how Dum Dums became the shield. Uh, yeah, twenty nine. Yep, he believes you. He goes, oh, 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 shit. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll go kill, kill that lady. Yeah, yeah. good. And to kill address the commentary, because it was your idea in the first place, right? <laughs> And possums, uh, possum just, uh, just, just like puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "Okay, um, so here's the plan, Benji. Um, we really hoped that uh, the uh, the Felthane would be inside the castle, but it seems like she's she's at one of the official residences. So we need you to show up, saying you're you're delivering an official message uh, from from the king. Can you do that? How good are you at lying? Uh, that seems like it's kind of outside your wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, I'm not." I, I don't, I'm not a very good liar, I, I don't think. I've never really had to. Uh, look, I, 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 I don't know if I can make her go somewhere, but I did find out where she is. Yeah, 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 I yeah. take you to her. Okay, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, and you can say, hey, I'm here from the king, and these are my compatriots, and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll do what we gotta do. Uh, who did you kill? Oh, uh, a, a friend I made, uh, 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 well, I tried to make, and then he... I'd, he just kept calling me a loser, and then and, and then I was useless, and so I, I don't know, something came over me. You know, I I went to him and said, "Hey, I made some new friends. You know, do you think maybe you would reconsider being my friend?" And well, he said no. He laughed in my face, and I just I had to know if I could do it, so I did it to him first. And Possum is just kind of like. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Hey, Benji, uh, I, I'm sorry we called you a loser before, but, like, we're your friends, and if you, you yeah. do that to someone you said was a friend... He wasn't, though. Okay. He called me a loser, and he laughed in my face, and he said, I'm not your friend. Oh, okay, all right, but we're, we're friends, right? Yeah, We're, right? we're two, tooth buddies? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're in, we're, we're all in this, right? Benji, I think you might need... And suddenly, Possum's eyes go wide. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he just kind of, um, he tries to speak and like his mouth doesn't quite work. Uh, and he looks down and there's a blade sticking out of his chest. Uh, and just Diana has an arm around his neck and just twists the blade against his spine, um, and lowers him to the ground, pulls it out and just says, uh, seems like you're the one who's going to help us get this done. Okay. Who's with me and who's, and, and, and just Diana. And she just turns with the blade and flicks the blood off of it. And uh, Nobby Knee and Billy the Shoe both nod and say, okay, yeah, we're with you. And just Diana turns back and says, okay, Benji, 
Let's go kill a Felthane. What do you want to do about him? I just see more trash. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, follow me. Um, and she puts the, the blade in her... Well, I know she doesn't sheath the blade. She keeps it out. Just kind of looks at Billy the Shoe and Nobby Knee, and they both kind of look at her and start moving. And the now uh, only four of you begin to make your way towards the Visayan embassy, leaving Possum's body to slowly cool behind you. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Forgive me, Father. For I've sinned. It's been six months. Since my last confession. What would you like to confess today? I have decades of failings. I could recap here. Today, I want to confess the worst thing I've ever done. Uh, okay. Uh, lots to unpack here. I can be kind of a crap husband. I took eight years of my life and lit it on fire in a matter of five hours. So I did what any self-respecting father would do. I, um, lightly dosed his Gatorade with a powerful laxative. And I guess sorry for making out in the confessional. Since confession is about talking to God, I felt he had a right to know what you've done. What I've done? What did I do? Are you kidding? Do you love Emily? What the hell kind of question is that? Well, you're not going to absolve me? That's the whole point. Please leave the sacrament to the professionals. Where do you get off talking to me like this? <clears throat> Excuse me? What the f- Who is there? Forgive Me, a comedy podcast from Rogue Dialogue.